The Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Good afternoon. It's six o'clock. Welcome back to the Mike Morgan Podcast on what is a very special episode of the Mike Morgan Podcast. How are you doing, folks? Are you all good? I owe ye an extra podcast this week. I didn't make... I only made one last week. The reason being, I got very drunk one night. Very drunk. I haven't drank since my baby was born, and I got sick about 11 times, do you know what I mean, just like absolutely destroyed, like didn't, like I was talking to God at one point, I was like, God, let me off the hook with this lad, do you know what I mean, because I was getting sick, I was like, where is this coming from, I haven't eaten or drank this amount in the last month, how am I still getting sick, do you know, one of those nights, so um, yeah, I, I was broke up there for about two days, and also I, I, I have a dental issue, I, I've, I have a problem with my teeth, so I had to get that talk, uh, sorted out, and it is in the process of getting sorted out, it's not sorted yet, um, oh man, I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm head wrecked from going to the dentist, like, I'm, it's one of my biggest fear, and I share that fear with a lot of people, people are very hesitant to go to the dentist, you know, and my, my, I, yeah, I'm afraid of them, but like, my reason being is, there'd be nothing wrong with me, that's why I wouldn't go for my six month checkup, you know, and then when I go, there's like, or if you do go to a six month checkup, they'll be like, oh, there's something wrong here, there's something wrong here, it's like, yeah, but I feel no pain, so why are we even talking about it, you know, that kind of way, and no, I've got a heap of problems set on top of me, um, as I hit 31 years of age, absolute heap of problems I have to deal with, and it's not cool, you know, I don't even know, are they doing, uh, like, they, they could be, I feel like, you know, when a blonde woman drives into a mechanics in a brand new BMW, and she hops out the car, and she goes, my car's making a funny noise, and then the mechanic might lick their lips, and go, this is going to be, this is going to pay for Christmas. All this stuff is going to pay for Christmas. I feel like that blonde, that beautiful blonde woman that hopped out of her Spain BMW, every time I go to the dentist, that's what I feel like, because, <laughs> like, I go, there's no problems when I go inside, but when I go inside, I have eight problems, you know? Well, right, okay, so I have a hole in my tooth. Turns out if I came in a, a couple of weeks earlier, I could have got it filled, but now I need a root canal, or I need to get a pull, so that's a decision I need to make. I go, I need to go to see a specialist about that. So that's the other thing. They send me to specialists. You are the dentist. You are the dentist, mate. Do you know what I mean? Why did we go to college for seven years? Do you know? If I if I have to go to someone that has to do something about my tooth, why can't we pull it here right now? It's in an awkward place. It's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. It's exactly like if, if it was a tooth and it was in my asshole, and you were like, I don't really deal. I'm gonna have to throw you up to a specialist. Do you know, I completely understand then because that's very weird and a weird thing to be dealing with. But like, pfft, do you know, like if it's a toot in my head, like you should be able to pull it. I don't know where I'm coming with this. This isn't one particular dentist. This is all dentists. Um, I've actually found a dentist that I like now and I'm sticking to him and her. Uh, there's two of them and they keep sending me back and forth. <laughs> but like the two of them, uh, yeah, very happy with him at the moment. But dentists in general, I just feel like I'm getting rode. So I have to go see a specialist on Friday. And we have to talk about stuff. Uh, no, no doubt that's going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> we could have talked about this over the phone. No, no, no. But you had to bring the cash in person. <laughs> I needed you to bring the cash up the road to me, Mike. So, yeah, I have to do that. Uh, today, then, I got a deep clean from a hygienist. A hygienist? A hygienist. So I had to get a deep clean. This isn't your normal clean. This is like they have to go in deep into your gums because it's so long since you've done your last cleaning. Absolutely disgusting behavior. But, oh, my God. I was nearly crying inside there. I was sweating. It was emotional. It was emotional stuff. And they've only done half my mouth. I have to go back and do the other half shortly. And then separately to that, I have to go see a specialist about a hole in my tooth. That cannot be pulled by a normal dentist. It needs a specialist to pull it. So, yeah, it's it's looking like it's looking like trouble, guys. It's looking like big trouble. It's looking... <laughs> oh, my God. I, I hate thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, 
Like that, I don't know. I don't even deal with them, like, you know. Like, my girlfriend makes all the calls for the dentist as well. Like, she woke up this morning and goes, Mike, you have to go to the dentist today. I booked you in this morning. I'm like, no, no. And I go in, and they're like, uh, and even when I leave, they know not to, like, make the appointment with me. It's like, we'll be on to Jessica. We'll be talking to Jessica about uh, your appointment, Mike. Like, she's my minder. Do you know what I mean? No one trusts me enough to make the appointment with me. And for good reason. I've missed loads of appointments. But, like, yeah. So, Jessica, like, fill, fills them in. And d- d- she's going to get a call this afternoon. They're going to ask how I am, how am I doing. And she will then make another appointment for me. But, yeah. Horrendous, guys. So, yeah. After I see my specialist on Friday, then I go back in and get the second half of my mouth done. And then around and around we go. I think I have to go back and get another thing then after that. And my tooth hasn't even been pulled yet. And around and around we go. Do you know? Getting absolutely penetrated by all these people financially. Do you know? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's Yeah, it's... Go- do you know? Take it in your stride. Do whatever, man. Do whatever. Do whatever makes you happy, folks. So, yeah, that was one reason I didn't make the podcast. The other thing, yeah, I got absolutely blotto drunk there over the weekend. Having drank in about four months, and I went hard, Jameson, beer, made a fool of myself probably in the restaurant. You know, you know that kind of stuff when you're just a huge load of family, all that kind of stuff, great crack, but I just feel, oh, if you were someone else in the restaurant, no, you must have been so annoyed at me. I was, like, so inappropriate. Like using so, do you know that when it, when when the anxiety bear or the fear comes and visits you the next day, oh, and my girlfriend who wasn't drinking was like, oh, you were so loud and you said this and you said that and you were going on about um, do you know oral sex to men? I'm just going to say that just in case your kids are listening. Like I was like, what? Like do you know what I mean? We're all having a good laugh. No, like I wasn't mean. I wasn't aggressive. Like I'm not like that kind of bad drunk. I just kind of mean. Oh, I must have been just a yeah. If you brought your kids out for a meal and you were to sit next to me at the weekend, I apologize, you know. But anyway, after that, anyway, we drank a load, and then after that, then I got absolutely. When we came home, I got sick everywhere. Did my dog thought I was gone? She was crying next to me, like I had to be petting her while I was getting sick, you know. And have you ever been getting so so much sick, like you 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 start? I don't know about you, but I get emotional when I'm puking, like I start crying and everything. I know what happens, but tears be flooding down my face when I'm getting sick. Do you know what I mean? And oh, <laughs> you know, and, oh, <laughs> and I'd be crying because you're so vulnerable. Like someone could come into the house if a burglar, <laughs> if a burglar came into the house there at the last, I'd be just bent over. The, he could have done whatever he wanted to me. Like you know what I mean, I was finished. So like, <laughs> I felt so vulnerable. You're crying because you're vulnerable. <laughs> do you know that kind of way? I don't know. I don't know. And do you know this spit as well that you do at the end of getting sick as well? It's like this. <laughs> you know you're fucked when you're spitting like that at the end. <laughs> you know? Absolutely goose. So the dog thought I was dying. I'd Every time I thought I stopped getting sick, I had to get up and get sick again. And it was... ah, uh, I didn't eat that much food in a month for me to get that much sick. Or drink that amount. Like I was crippled. And then when I drink water, I get sick with the water. If I drink juice, I know I shouldn't have drank juice, but I drank juice. I got sick up all the juice again. And I don't care as well. If you're not a religious man or anything like, but you you always be talking to God when you're getting sick. You're just like, oh, let me away with this one, God. You'll be puking going, oh, please. Like, you'd never even go to mass at Christmas, yet you'll be talking to God when you're getting sick over the toilet. Like, it's hilarious. It's actually hilarious. Everyone gets deeply religious when we're getting sick. So, yeah, I was talking to God last at the weekend, and while I was getting sick, I was like, let me off with this one. Like, just let me off with this one, please. Like, because I didn't want to go down like that. Can you imagine going down like that? It would be bad. Like, do you know what I mean? First time drinking in about a month. And I just getting sick in the to- and just couldn't handle his beer on Moretti. Like, ah. Uh. So, yeah. that's there, There's excuses, guys. Pocket full of excuses. 
So today on this podcast, I just want to tell you a little story about my addiction to pepperamis. So if you don't know what pepperamis are, or if you've never had them, and don't, if you've never had them, don't ever take them. It, your life will spiral out of control because they're so tasty and so bad for you. So pepperamis, they're like beef jerkies. They're like beef, like American beef jerkies, only nicer. They come in a green packet, and they say only 90% pork on the front of it, so... That straight away has you worried, you know, that like, where what's the other 10%? And is that even the good 90% of the pork? It's like, it's the face of the pig that we, but we spiced it up for you. So it's terrible for you. So my first experience, I suppose, with pepperami, I remember at Christmas time, me and my dad would get a few of them. We get, we get like when I was a kid and I remember having pepperamis. They remind me of Christmas time. Do you know, we go on that a big Christmas shop, we go get loads of chocolate, fill up the trolley, the whole family go, and for some reason, we just pick up pepperamis as well. We'd be like, ah, oh, pepperamis, yeah, we'll get some of them. We'd never normally get pepperamis, but at Christmas, we got pepperamis. And yeah, it just just the taste of it reminds me of Christmas time and chilling out and going on that big shop with my family. Like That's what it reminds me of. So I, I've taught a lot about pepperamis and my addiction to them and where it stemmed from because it's not a normal addiction, you know. So pepperamis, they've gone off the shelf for years. I've never seen them, nor have I thought about them. You know, I was like, I, I sometimes I think about them and I go, yeah, they were decent. They were unreal. Where, where are they gone? I've never seen a pepperami in you. But in the last six or seven months, they've come back onto the market. And not only that, they've come back as pepperami minis, which are mini size. You get 10 packs. So there's 10 mini pepperamis in a pack. Now, these days, me and Jess, I'm allowed two pepperamis every day. And that has, that it has been hard work to whittle it down to two pepperamis a day. A lot of fighting. She nearly left me over it. She was finding pepperami wrappers absolutely everywhere. I was getting out of control. So well, how it happened was I was at work and I went, to, I went into an Aldi or a Lidl or a Tesco, a supermarket anyway. I went into one of them and I seen pepperamis. I was like, oh my God, I haven't, I haven't had them since I was a kid at Christmas time. I can't wait to have them. And I'd say before I pulled out of the, ca- the, the car park, the 10 pepperamis were gone. And there's a smell off them. Like, there's no hiding them. Like, it's like smoking cigarettes. Like, you'd want to spray yourself and have a mint after. Like, and that probably still wouldn't do it. Like, do you know? Like, it's, it's rotten. Like, you, you, you'd know if someone was after a pepperami. Like, do you know? Like, my girlfriend won't kiss me, won't come near me. She's a vegetarian. I'm eating something that's barely pork. Do you know? And it's, and it's gorgeous. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's unreal. Like, if you've never had them, don't ever have them. That's all I, I can keep saying into this scenario. So, yeah, got a 10-pack of them. They fin- I finished them before I left the car park. So, um... I told Jess anytime she's going to the shop then I goes pepperamis are back out just pick up a pack of them for me but what used to happen was she'd bring them home and let's say she brought them home at 6 o'clock by 9 o'clock they'd all be gone like and and I'd be hiding it too like I'd be like you know even at work I'd be picking up snaky 10 packs on the side do you know it's not good for you like like I'm only allowed to have two now but the doctor says I should be having no pepperamis like do you know but Jess is allowing me to have two these days and I have to stick to it like if I want to see my daughter like do you know what I mean I have to stick to it like so I um I was getting snaky pepperamis in the road like going like pu- pulling up places where no one would see me like and just like facing the wall in the car parks like and eating 10 pepperamis sometimes 20 pepperamis I would eat you know, like, that's close to, like, I think if you eat 33 bananas, you die of a potassium overdose. I'd say I was getting close to a potassium overdose by pepperami, by salami, like, you know, pepperami. 
<laughs> it's fucking oh it's gorgeous but like the smell of them by once you even open the packet like it's delicious like i've had two already today no i've already broken my two today and like i know now i can't have them till tomorrow like and i've already thought about that and i feel sad about it like so that's a problem that's it i've an addictive personality anyway anything i like or anything i do i do it I do it all the time and I do it non-stop to a way that I, I obsess about it. Like, do you know what I mean? And I've become obsessed with pepperami. So yeah, I was acting the fool for a couple of months. Jess was concerned for my health. I was kind of blowing it off, you know? And then like, and she, like, let's say if she did the shopping twice a week, she knew then I was eating t- uh, 20 pepperamis a week and she thought that was too much. But really I was eating 80 pepperamis a week, like, you know? And she was already outrageously offended by the 20 pepperamis <laughs> that I was eating per week. So she sat me down. She goes, Mike, not only, uh, like, first of all, she goes, I, this is the worst thing she ever said about him as well. She goes, Mike, these are a fiver. I was like, a fiver. Jess, I said, Jess, thank God they're only a fiver because I'd pay ev- all my money for them. <laughs> if someone, if there was no pepperamis in the shop anymore and someone rang me up and goes, I'll give you a pepperami, I'll give you five pepperamis for a hundred euro. I'd, I'd drive up to Blackpool, I'd meet him in a dark alleyway and I'd give him a hundred cash and I'd tell him, keep his phone and I'd be back up next week. I'd be that, that type of dude, like, do you know? I'd be that type of dude. I'd, I'd want the pepperamis. I'd pay top dollar. So I said to Jess, I goes, Jess, it's the biggest bargain. It's the most value per mon- for money. I get in my whole life. If you're talking about a fiver for for my happiness and like just feeding the habit, like you know what I mean? Like it's just amazing. It's a, what it does for me. Like it's amazing what it does for me. Like takes the edge, <laughs> takes the edge off. Like you know, um. So yeah, she was like, "These are fiver. We're paying ten or a week there for your treats." You know, I was like, "Just that's not a lot of money at all." And exactly, I would pay ten x what you just said that for him. Like I'd continue and I'd happily do it. So she was came at it then from more of a health aspect, saying that she's a vegetarian, she used to smell pepperamis off me. She found pepperami wrappers in my pants at work. She knew that I'd, I already ate my, my 20 pepperamis that I eat per week at the house. But then she found more pepperami wrappers, so she knows that I was eating pepperamis away from home, you know. And, um, yeah, she confronted me about that. Like She's like, what is this? Like, I'm finding these in your fucker. I'm washing your clothes. This is in your pants, like... Eight pepperami wrappers, like you would a gig, like you are you eating are you eating pepperamis at gigs, like are you fucking talking to people with pepperami bread at your gigs, like I'll never get invited back to another show ever, like, um, but yeah, that's the truth of it. So I was yeah, and I had to I had to say it. To her. I just came out clean. I goes, Jess, I am I am I am. It's 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 spiraled out of control. I'm actually spending fifty quid a week now on on pepperamis. Do you know? Like I I I'm, I have to work for pepper to just feed the pepper. I'm taking on extra shifts to pay for the fucking pepperami habit that I've developed. I said it's out of control. I'm sorry. I'll be upfront with you, and yeah, all this kind of stuff. So she broke it down. She goes, Mike, even though it's still way too much, I'll allow you to have two pepperamis a day. That's what she said. So the first day she brought uh, pepperamis back. I had two. She gave me two. And then when she woke up in the morning, she checked the pepperamis, and there was only seven pepperamis left. So she knew in the middle of the night that I got up. And I ate a pepperami. Like, I ate, like, I ate, I snuck, I woke up, snuck to the kitchen, and ate a pepperami at three o'clock in the morning, like, do you know? She goes, Mike, there's seven here. I was like, oh, seven, is it? <laughs> she goes, a nine pack? <laughs> Must have given you a nine pack on. Nah. So I had to come clean. I goes, ah, oh, Jess, yeah, I fucking, I can't eat, I can't even, I can't even stick to the two. So she got very disappointed then, obviously. And she was like, sure, Mike, you're lying to me. Like, you're actually lying to me about pepperamis, like. Like, this is what, this is actually a really big problem now in our relationship, if you're lying to me about treats. I said, Jess, I, I don't want to lie to you. I never lie to you. I just, I, I'll never do it again. And that happened a month or two ago. 
and I've been eating two pepperamis every day since, and I've kept my I've kept my my uh, my word to the two pepperamis because I seen the disappointment on her face when I let her down when I had that third pepperami that night at three o'clock in the morning when I snuck out when I when I lean, I had to climb over her to get out of the bed, eat pepperami. I had to brush my teeth on the way back. Do you know what I mean? Sneaky out like just to have pepperamis like. So if there's anybody else out there and they feel like oh my god my addiction to pepperamis I feel like the only one not. I swear to God, whatever's in it, boy, it's crack. Sprinkle crack and nicotine and stuff all over it, lad. It's unbelievable. I can't wait till tomorrow so I can have another one. I can't wait to have another pepperami, lad. They're unbelievable, like. They're, like, yeah. So you've got my gist. So, yeah, I'm trying to become a better man, better person. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and better dad. So, I, I, you know, if this is last year, I'd probably say, Jess, I'm eating all the pepperamis I want. It's, it's my own life. But you know what? I have a baby now, and it, things are important. And I want to be around in 10 years' time. Like, I'm not going to be around in 10 years' time with the way I'm eating pepperamis. So I need to cop on, get my diet under control, and maybe wean myself to one pepperami a day. Maybe go into five a week, four a week, and then maybe only have it at the weekends. Do you know that kind of way? So that's what I'm working towards, guys. Um, yeah, that's the podcast. That's all I wanted to say. Have a very fun week. I'll have an extra episode for you this week anyway because I, I only li- released one last week. And yeah, if you've never had a pepperami, don't don't ever try a pepperami. They're gorgeous, okay? Stay away from, stay away from, it'll ruin your life. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love.